0: So really a warm welcome to everyone. So it's very nice uh, to be with you today. And truly this is, uh, I know it's a spring retreat, a gathering, spring gathering. And what is wonderful is that the weather, I don't know where you are, but uh, hopefully the weather is very good where you are. It's very good where I am. So in a way, you really feel the spring. And also the fact that uh, regardless of COVID-19, the flowers are still blooming. This is what really kind of uplifted me to see that, oh, spring was there. So that's kind of a wonderful. And I hope you have the same flowers around you and warm weather. So... In the chat, if you want to say hello to each other and say where you are and how you feel and if you see any flower and if you have any good weather, you're very welcome to use the chat in that way. And then uh, the plan for this hour together is that we, I'm going to talk about Mudita, uh, rejoicing for about 20 minutes. Then we will have a 20 minutes meditation and then we will have 20 minutes to have a discussion. So it's kind of will be a little short, but I think it's good to be together and to bring in a way mudita in this spring gathering. So then we have somebody and it's sunny in Bristol too. And it's sunny but cold in Newcastle and lots of flowers. And it's beautiful in Devon. And then we have ulla from Stockholm, where the flowers are arriving also. And then from north, Gloucestershire, bluebells. And then somebody in Tuscany. That's wonderful. Then from Cornwall, and there you have magnolia and azalea. And then from London, a lovely magnolia in Buckinghamshire. Yeah, in my garden, I also have this wonderful what we call tulip tree, but which is a magnolia. And then Yorkshire, and we also have somebody from uh, Scotland. So it's very nice to be here with you. And then we have somebody from France, from Montpellier, so, and southern Sweden. So a little everywhere. So it's nice. In a way to be together to really sharing this time together to be that I think is wonderful. So this uh, just for this short session. I wanted to talk about Mudita because very likely all of us are in a different place in terms of COVID according to the country where we are. So in France, we just are going to close tomorrow evening for a month. And I know in England, they're opening up. So we are in different places. But in a way, I think it's very important mudita. Mudita can be translated in a way kind of the meaning for me has two meaning. Appreciative joy and altruistic joy. So in a way you could say it's personal joy and also rejoicing with others. And the Buddha suggested that quality, because he saw it as an antidote to envy. And often we might have this feeling, I am missing something. We might also have what I call comparison mind, comparing mind when we think, oh, they've got everything and I have got nothing. And appreciating, appreciating joy is about actually seeing uh, what we benefit from, what we have, what allow us to survive. And so instead of in a way looking at what we don't have, we kind of have a little kind of balance toward what is there. Because in a way, as a, for a survival mechanism, we need to be more aware faster of what is negative, what is unpleasant, what is dangerous. So in a way, we have a little kind of uh, unbalance toward what is unpleasant, negative, because we need to be aware to respond to it very fast. And I see Mudita actually redressing that little kind of unbalance so that we can be equally in a way creatively engage with what is difficult and also what is beautiful, what is benefiting us. Let it be inside ourselves, let it be outside ourselves. So the way, and then you have the other aspect of mudita is in a way altruistic joy. And altruistic joy is really, in a way, rejoicing with others. And at one level, it seems to be very simple. Why should not I rejoice with others? But it is not necessarily our immediate reaction. This is what is interesting with rejoicing with others, because at one level, it's kind of like it's a double not only they're happy, if you're happy, they're happy, then you have double. But instead somebody come with you to, with a good news. Oh, this is fantastic, the oh, wonderful. And very often you say, but wait a minute, and this might happen and that might happen. They come with this wonderful bubble of joy and then you pick, prick it and he's like, oh. And often it's in terms of the future. You know, ah, but you don't know, and if this happened, and that happened, and you're not sure. And so, in in a way, instead of rejoicing with the person in the here and now, suddenly you're projecting fear into the future, and actually the joy goes poof. And long ago, I did this to a friend, many years ago, but it struck me so much, I still remember it. Because it was more than 20 years ago. Because my friend was telling me she was pregnant and she was very happy about it. And then I go on, but you know what will happen and this and that and another. And then she looks at me and said, why are you doing this? Why are you not rejoicing with me? And I thought, yes, indeed. Why am I reacting in this weird way and not immediately rejoicing? And now she has this wonderful 20, 25 years old daughter. And it's all good. So it's kind of interesting. Somebody comes with you with joy. And sometimes we don't naturally, immediately say, yeah, this is wonderful. So a mudita is to remind us, oh, yes, we can respond in that way, which will be helpful for us and generally helpful for the other person. So in a way, when I suggest in terms of the meditation, you have different. Generally, what you can do is use different phrases. And at the same time, not everybody enjoy phrases. So when I do the guided meditation, I'm going to do it in kind of slightly three different ways. One way we'll use the phrases because I think some people can find it useful. Another way we're going to actually use mindfulness, experience in the now. And the third one will be actually to connect to the quality, as in a way, using another idea about sati. Sati, S A T I, is generally translated as mindfulness. But actually, sati also means to remember. To so remember what is important. And actually I think at time it's good to remember how does it feel to be joyful. How does it feel rejoicing? How does it feel appreciating? So that in a way we can remember that at time we don't feel like rejoicing. So Modita is not saying. 100% of the time, I must rejoice regardless, not at all. But it's reminding us it's a possibility. It's reminding us this is something I can cultivate. And also it reminds us this is an orientation. I can orient toward mudita I had a friend who was a meditation teacher. And... One day she decided uh, to, one time she decided for a month she would cultivate mudita, rejoicing. And she said at the beginning of the month, she had kind of lots of unpleasant tonality, feeling like, you know, she was missing out and there was so many difficulty and everybody was at more things than her and things of that nature. And she said at the end of the month, she was totally the opposite suddenly she realized all the quality she had, all the things she had in her life, and it was she had a very different perspective. So in a way, modita is not a state that we're going to have regardless, of course not its condition. But also, it's a possibility. is reminding ourselves that it's also one way, another perspective, which could be possible. It's also an orientation. There was a, once I got this beautiful email from someone saying that his practice has become writing little poem, like haikus, you know, like the three uh, short sentence haiku you find uh, generally in Japan, but in other countries also. And so you have this um, short poem And this person decided they would do this as a meditation because for a long time, they felt very depressed. And then they heard about the haikus, the short poem. Then they heard about mindfulness meditation. And then it became their practice to go in nature and to write little poem. And he said, it totally changed their experience. Because in a way, instead of feeling really weighted down and in a way, they could not help it over focusing on this unpleasant tonality. Now they could say, yeah, it's unpleasant. But I am not just sad. I can also rejoice in the natural world and I can be creative around the natural world. And he said, "It really changed the way they felt, and then they kind of sent me their short book of these IQ and I thought this is such a wonderful meditation, such a creative way to deal with uh, difficult uh, emotions. So what I would like to suggest today, just to introduce in a way, the way we're going to do the meditation is that we could use three phrases. And then you can, after that, you do it with the word which works for you and also in your own language. So the first one is appreciate and efforts. So appreciating my efforts, appreciating this effort, appreciating your effort. To me, this is an important part of modita is to actually... Not equate effort with effect. Because often we think, oh, I have not tried hard enough. But possibly you've tried the hardest you could. And for whatever reason, you might not have exactly the desired effect. But it doesn't mean you have not tried. Same with other people. Kind of, to me, this is so important. It's really. Part of really kind of, I would say, loving kindness, also appreciating your effort, appreciating my efforts. Then the next one is rejoicing. And then we can rejoice in so many different things. You can rejoice in your own happiness, you can rejoice in this understanding. You can rejoice in other people's emptiness, other people's understanding. You can also, this one gets a little more kind of difficult. Uh, rejoice in people's success. I mean, you can rejoice in your own success. Rejoice in other people's success. And this is really, I don't know if any one of you is on um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or uh, Twitter, but what is interesting there is that often you think, ooh, these people, they got 400 likes and I only got five. So often you have this, hmm, and it's interesting. I mean, are they taking anything away from you? The fact that they got 200 and you only got five. I mean, as far as I know, they're not taking anything from you. So we're way, rejoicing in that people hopefully are good at what they do. And what they do is beneficial and harmless, of course, within that framework. And then the last one is being grateful. Being grateful. So being grateful for our existence, your existence, or being grateful for our potential. And then what is interesting with Mudita is that of course, we can just do it for itself. So I will kind of show it a little bit in terms of what I present right now, those three kind of verbs appreciate, rejoice, being grateful. But in a way, you can bring Mudita into the mindfulness itself. So for example, you you could be just focusing on the breath. And actually you could just appreciate the breath, rejoice in the breath, being grateful for the breath. Also appreciate that you're sharing the air with everything that lives. In the same way you could do the body scanning. And doing the body scanning, not only you have the mindfulness, but you could bring the mudita in it. So, in a way, as you go slowly through the body, you could, in a way, be aware of your feet, but also appreciate your feet, rejoice, be grateful for your feet, and then slowly go through the whole body. The same if we do listening meditation. That's an interesting one. Doing listening meditation, and so of course generally we are more likely to appreciate the fact that uh, uh, if you hear little birds so you're kind of sitting in meditation and then you hear, hear tweet, tweet, tweet. Mm, this is nice I love hearing the birds so there Modita is very easy but then if you hear somebody like just before I when I started there was somebody kind of I presume sewing something or using some machine. And then I'm thinking, "Ooh, I hope they don't hear it. And generally you don't. I have a kind of double glazing window. And so in a way, then mm, you hear a motor or you hear an engine. And then generally, mm, I'm not going to rejoice. Especially, uh, of course, noise from the neighbor. That's really kind of like a big one. But one way which is interesting in terms of perspective, once I was teaching for a scientific research, a group of seniors in France who had never meditated. And so it was a summer, we'd open the window and we're doing the meditation and then there was work outside on the roundabout. And so first, just listening to the sound, of course, it was a little unpleasant, But then I pointed out, we could rejoice in the fact that we hear this sound, which means that they are doing work on the roundabout, which means it will be much better, this roundabout. And then they say, oh, yeah, this changed the way I feel about the sound. And I was doing meditation and I was doing different things and sometimes with the window open. And then I was thinking, you know, there is kind of, I'm next to a road so often, though I'm in the countryside, I could hear lots of cars. And then I realized that generally during the confinement, which was kind of like a hard confinement in France in March, all the people who were going in cars actually had a really important job. Either they were nurses, either they, I mean, they were going to do something beneficial. And then suddenly I was kind of listening to this car in such a different way. Again, rejoicing that they could still travel and still help people and do things which was useful for everybody. So again, what is interesting with Mudita is that we can do it on its own in a way. And at the same time, we can bring that orientation to many of the other meditation we might do especially with the mindfulness meditation. So this is what I wanted uh, to talk about this during this presentation. And so now I like just to suggest we stand just for 30 seconds, and then we'll do the meditation. So, finding a comfortable posture. So, of course, you can sit on a chair, you can stand, or you can lie down, whatever really suits your condition and suits your body. So, me, I'm sitting. So, finding a comfortable posture. The back is relatively straight, on the chair, on the cushion, or relaxed, lying down. And then gently we could bring those phrases, using them silently inside ourselves. appreciating my efforts, rejoicing in this understanding, being grateful for this existence, Now we could bring our attention to experience itself. What is it I can appreciate right now? What is it I can rejoice in right now? What is it I can be grateful for right now? we could orient toward the quality itself how does it feel to appreciate something how does it feel to rejoice how does it feel gratitude Like spending our awareness, our joy, to others. And reaching out to everyone on this Zoom session. We might know a few people. And appreciating your effort. Rejoicing in your happiness, being grateful for your existence. Expanding our altruistic joy toward people we like who support us. Appreciating your efforts. Rejoicing in your happiness. Being grateful for your existence. Now, expanding our altruistic joy to people we don't know very well. We might be a little indifferent. But looking beyond that indifference, reaching out to the person who is alive like us, who is breathing like us, Rejoicing with them, appreciating your efforts, rejoicing in your understanding, being grateful for your potential. by expanding our altruistic joy towards people we have a little difficulty with, but looking beyond what is difficult and reaching out to the human being who, like ourselves, is breathing, is suffering, appreciating your efforts, Rejoicing in your understanding, being grateful for your potential. Now, expanding our altruistic joy to all of life, which is harmless, which is beneficial, let it be nature, animals, people, appreciating your effort. Rejoicing in your happiness, in your growth, being grateful for your potential. Now, coming back to ourselves, just being aware of the breath, the air coming in, the air coming out, being grateful for this breath, which give us the potential of life. Which we share with everything that breathes. Mm Being aware of our body, our feet, our hands, our seat, being grateful that we have feet. Hands. Seat. And so now we have uh, 20 minutes uh, for discussion uh, of what's called the four special quality, the four Brahma Vihara of loving kindness, compassion, uh, rejoicing, and equanimity. is that actually, personally, I would see them as complementary to each other and actually helping each other. So when we talk about it, we seem to say, oh, there is a separate thing, and there is a separate feeling, and there is a separate practice. But it seems to me that actually you could put Metta, loving kindness, and Mudita very much together, because one is really about being kind, being friendly, being benevolent, being generous. And mudita is just more about appreciation, rejoicing, being grateful. So in a way, I would say that uh, mudita helps you to be kind. And then also we bring friendliness to the mudita. So the two are very close to each other. And I think, But we have to finish here. And it was so nice to meet you. And I hope you continue well with the spring gathering. And please keep well in your life. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.